Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Baylor sideline, excuse me, Baylor color analyst and former Baylor quarterback J.J. Joe with us on Mondays at 445, joins us on 365 Sports. J.J., how much work can actually be done and what is most of the focus when a team, especially right in the middle of the year, has an off week? You know, hey guys, it's good to talk to you. Hey, uh, you know, it's there's only a little bit you can do, but I think really what I what I found out is during those off weeks, you do focus a ton on yourself, and it gives coaches more time to, I think, do an evaluation of the things that they need to cut and the things that they can can build on, and and I think that's really one of the most beneficial things that come from comes from the off week that then coach comes back to really. Not that first week that you're off, but that next week when you're in game preparation, and you can tell a lot of times there's a different kind of okay. We're going to focus on these things, guys. This is what we've done well, and then we're going to minimize or stop doing these things. So, you know, it's not a ton, but I think enough focus on yourself and what you do well is what comes along with that self audit. JJ, how much? Time does it take, though, to install that stuff? Do they have, even with a total week off, do they have enough time to find something that works and throw it in there? Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, I think the big thing is you don't re-engineer an offense, of course, in two weeks. But the interesting thing is if you look at what Baylor does or what some teams do, they have, they have different concepts. Like, even though we're an RVO versus, um, uh, offense, this, you know, a lot of times you'll look at them and there's a spread-looking concept, right? We just don't do it a lot. You know, there was a spread-looking set. We usually have a tight end, but if you think about Browse' offense at the end, there's a lot of there's a lot of really what we would call. I think it was you know that 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 personnel with one tight end, uh, eleven personnel. I'm sorry. So I, so you have those concepts of those formations in. You may just add to the playbook, right? Hey, we're better out of these sets, and we run these four plays. Well, we're going to make it six plays, seven plays, eight plays. We're going to motion to this set. So, so you feel you realize really quickly that we have these 
different sets that we have and different uh, structures already built into offense. We just don't emphasize them. Well, maybe we need to emphasize them a little bit more going forward than we have. That's that, that's what I mean by being able to kind of add to some of the areas that maybe you haven't really focused on the last several uh, several weeks. JJ, how much of just getting a mental break do you think is important for this team? I know there's times when, especially if you're winning, you just want to keep going, right? You don't want to you lose the magic, if you will. Um, but given their struggles, did it come at, at the right time, that this little bit of a break, and is there a way that that just kind of resets and recharges everybody? I hope it came at the perfect time. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> you know, Craig, because, I mean, the, the big thing for me is that when, you, when things are not going your way and if you've been going since early August, it does help to get just two days. I mean, you know, being in it before, you just don't have any days off, man. I mean, it's like every day is something associated with football. Now, I know they changed the schedules now. I think they try to give the gentleman a day, a day off. But I just remember saying sometimes during the season when you get about six, seven weeks in, man, I just wish they just give me a day. Just I don't have to come to the stadium for a day. So that'll help a ton. They get to go home, see family, go to the high school, and come back hopefully a little bit, a little bit fresher mentally. And and ready, kind of really to hone in. Because I tell you, I, I just I just think that like when you're two and four, man, that that is not a fun time to be kind of a player on that team. Just think like, man, I like being around my buddies, but we're two and four, uh, and I'm hoping they kind of kickstart it from here on out against this, uh, a tough Cincinnati defense. Do you see any way or? with the offensive line has struggled from day one this season, do you see anything they could actually do with the offensive line? Mateos has done some good stuff over his career, but obviously this has yeah. been a really tough year. Yeah, I, I, I think there are some things you can do. I think we saw it. I know people will say, well, yeah, JJ, the Utah game was four or five, six weeks ago. We haven't seen that again. I think we've seen glimpses. Glimpses, I'm sorry. Can't speak right now. I think the – I think – I think this group of gentlemen, that the group of linemen that we have, have trouble with the wide zone blocking scheme, especially if a team is going to get really aggressive playing upfield on us. And either we have some guys maybe that maybe weren't as athletic as we had in the past, maybe it's not as experienced as we had in the past because we had really good lines for those first couple of years, or it just simply could be they just don't have that same ability then we talked about it last week, guys. I mean, I watched the Texas Tech team have linemen that I'm not saying they were good, but they didn't ask them to do a lot of stuff right. for their runners to get some yards. So I think you may have to evaluate that. JJ, I, I personally think they've also got some guys playing in the wrong spots. I, I think they could, they could, if that's their best five, they could shuffle them around into maybe different spots and they'd be a little bit more effective. Well, and you may be right. I mean, I, I actually like, I like, I like, I think it's Clark that plays center, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, it's Clark that plays center. I actually like uh, uh, Abosalei. He's young. I think he's playing a left tackle mostly. I think he is. Uh, at least I know he was. Um, so, I, I mean, I actually like him there. And, I, and you say, well, you know, maybe he struggled there when he was there. He's had some good moments. But he's young. Uh, that size, that kind of body, it's, I think he'll be much better in two or three weeks than maybe he's been. Uh, and I think beyond that, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think we've had some some areas where we really kind of struggled for consistency and it's been shown in our results. So, you know, they're, out, they're there every day and they know who the best five are. But I think you keep shuffling and you can figure it out. But I think a big part, as I said, is like, what are you asking them to do? I'm not going to keep asking you to do it if you can't do it. 
JJ, what's been more disappointing defensive uh, showings or offensive showings in your mind? Oh, man, golly. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to say – I'm going to say uh, defensively because I think offensively, if we were honest with ourselves, losing all those linemen that we lost and then, you know, we got a couple transfers in. Yeah, we were really hopeful, but I think we felt like, you know, hey, man, we're going to take maybe a little step back offensively, at least up front, and that's where everything ticked. But defensively, I, I've been really kind of surprised because, we, you know, we had Gabe, we had Gabe coming back. You know, we had Boykins kind of uh, uh, penciled in there. They know that no, he had some injuries. You had TJ Franklin there. Uh, you had uh, Matt Matt Jones back. Then you had, of course, uh, oh, sure, I'm forgetting um, um, uh, at, at Star. He was a veteran. Bryson Jackson. On it. Yeah, we had Bryson Jackson coming back. He wasn't, you know, of course, Jalen Peach was there. A few people are, but he was a veteran coming back. And you were concerned about the back end. But I, I, I said this, I think, last week to you guys. I mean, you know, when I have a reign as a coach, I'm expecting that that team uh, will be fundamentally sound, even if they're doing four things, right? They're going to be pretty fundamentally sound. We're going to see fewer busts, and one thing they will do is they will be able to hunt. And I would say that's why that's been kind of a little surprising, a little bit more disappointing to me. You know, uh, the the way that they're playing, we hear about the emotions, and people point to Dave Aranda's personality, although Powledge is supposed to be kind of a guy that barks. It was video of Grimes at halftime of the UCF game of – of, of kind of doing one of those let's go. Do you see an issue when it comes to this team just not being happy? Uh, not They don't seem like they enjoy playing the game, J.J. Yeah. You know, I, it's interesting. I, I think when we play the first week, and sometimes it's hard to tell. A lot of times you think a team is, is really gassed to play and they go out and they, they lay an egg or they look like they're, they're dead because they're just – and then they come out and they just destroy someone. Um I would say that to me, it does feel like the energy of this team does not match prior teams, uh, and I, I can't I can't tell you why. It just doesn't seem it didn't even seem that way early in the season when you've been off for seven or eight months, right? And you usually expect it, you everybody to come back back just ready to play. So you know that's on the that's on this coaching staff. They have to get those guys ready to play. That's their job. Um, in addition to the X's and O's, and make sure that when game day rolls around. Not only those guys physically prepared and ready and not worn out, but that they're emotionally ready to at least play hard. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that is. Uh, and I'm not saying our guys are playing hard, but play with play with high level of energy is something you would expect. JJ Joe with us on Mondays at 4:45. Baylor plays in Cincinnati on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. JJ, how much knowledge do you have of the Bearcats, the Big 12 newcomer? I know it's a first-time ever matchup. These two schools have not played in football, but uh, have you been able to watch Emory Jones or, or any of what they've got going on? I have. I actually watched them last weekend. I said, this is a great game to watch since our next two opponents are playing, hmm. <laughs> right? So I could do some scouting right away. So, you know, I was in, I was in, I'm very impressed by the defense. I think the offense, I think offensively, they kind of struggle like they're showing struggles like we're showing. I mean, they're more of a spread team, of course line on the quarterback to make some plays, you know, with his feet and also on the move, which is a little different than us. We, you know, we don't want Blake to move too much, just enough. Uh, but their defense, I thought defensively, though, uh, although I don't, I think Iowa State moved the ball on them a little bit better than I thought they would. Uh, I like Cincinnati. So um, I think it's going to be interesting. This is a game I believe Baylor has to be able to try to find a way to win, even if it's on the road, because I think Cincinnati struggles with the same things we struggle with. 
but I'm hoping the difference will be is that, you know, I think from a quarterback standpoint, our guys are a little bit more prepared to play consistently at a high level. And that's kind of how I look at it. It's like if, if all things being equal, I'm looking for my quarterback to kind of take me through. So, so, I mean, it's, it's you know, I mean, the Bearcats will be a tough out just simply because they can play solid defense. Yeah, J.J., I think you're you're dead on there. Look, Blake Shapin is not uh, – he's not a roller coaster anymore. As a matter of fact, like, that's that's the, the saving grace for Baylor so far is that your quarterback's pretty consistent. He's not an adventure. Emory Jones is an adventure. He's been an adventure oh, yeah. at Florida <laughs> and at Arizona State and now at Cincinnati. He is absolutely an adventure. And so Baylor has to take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, he had he was an adventure on Saturday. I mean, I, when I was watching him, I was like, you know, he can do something really dynamic, and then he would do something that you're like, oh, what is he doing? So, yeah, I mean, I think especially when you go on the road, I'm expecting Blake to play well, and I, I'm just hoping. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with the game plan is going to look like offensively, but man, I hope we just. I mean, I just hope that Coach Grimes has found that small package of things we do well, of which has to be how can I protect Blake enough to allow him to push the ball a little bit. You know, we got to get it out quick because we don't block long. But how do I structure a protection to take advantage, I think, what we saw, so we've seen a little bit lately with the Monterey getting loose a couple times. So hopefully that works out. JJ, thank you, as always, for your time on Mondays. We appreciate it. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.